0: Welcome to the Ground Swope Podcast produced by Faith First. With so much division in our world right now, we want to give people a resource to help us navigate the divisiveness. We believe there's a better way to live that allows us to not get caught up in division. We believe that when we put our faith first and divisive topics second, we can cross over divides to build unity and understanding with those around us. We hope you enjoy today's podcast and that you'll keep coming back for more. Live Faith First. Welcome to the Groundsville Podcast. I'm Elliot Sands, Executive Director of Faith First, and I'm with Gary Gadini Director of Unify at Transforming the Bay with Christ. love you to give a little cliff notes of your life, like just kind of give the basics. Where were you born? Where were you raised? How'd you end up here? Where'd you find Jesus? Kind of whatever you want to tell so us beautiful. about your
1: story. Well, born in San Francisco, and the Bay Area is my place, and God has made that known. By that, I just mean... You know, I've lived a few years uh, of my life outside the Bay Area for seminary and for my first ministry, but the bulk of my life has been here. Yeah. And this is the place God's called me to serve. I grew up in Marin, very religious, did not uh, identify very, as a follower. Religious. No, religious, So, but wasn't a follower of Christ. Uh, it was it. my attempts to be good enough for God to love me. And then mm-hmm. when I went mm-hmm. to college, um, really soon, someone shared the gospel with me. And the question was, would you like to know God personally? I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm dying to know God personally. I'm so tired of being religious. And uh, that the gospel really took root in me and changed my life. And as you know, Elliot, when Jesus steps into your life, he has gifts. Yeah. My primary gifting was in evangelism. I just wanted my whole campus to know yeah. this Jesus because it brought freedom for me not only freedom from religion and trying my attempts to please God, but freedom yeah. from, yeah. you know, using people for my ends, freedom from using substances. Um, there's a lot of freedom that came yeah. and it's just beautiful. That's it's awesome. beautiful. Yeah.
0: awesome. Tell us a little bit about your family. Ah,
1: oh, that's the best part about me. I've got five daughters. <laughs> Uh, only one still in the house. Three are off payroll. Wow. Which is awesome. I'm, yes. We're so proud. And <laughs> one is in college, a junior at Cal Poly. And then we have a 14-year-old who we adopted, actually, from the Democratic Republic of Congo. Oh, wow. Uh, and I have one wife. And she has been parenting for 31 years. And we've been married for 30 Two years, yeah. Wow. I should say we have been parenting. Like, we both do that.
0: <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't just Let set that. her off like, a I'll see in 31 years. But, ago. but that, you know, having that
1: large of a family actually comes into play with what you and I are both about and our core mm. passion for mm. unity. Mm. I understand the father's heart when, when, you know, our kids were growing up, when they would fight and quarrel, even as adults, they they get along great. But there's times yeah. where yeah. they're like, there's division. It pains my heart. Yeah, uh, and yet there's times you know, as I told you before we went on, uh, we just had an engagement, our first yeah. engagement, yeah. and Congratulations. just thank you to see the girls rally around their sister, yeah. and for a cause better than themselves or greater than themselves. It just, I mean, I can come to tears right now yeah. thinking about that. Yeah. So yeah. Um, well, I get this unity thing. And you also
0: bit. with our families, you see. Personalities, different yeah. personalities. It's not like there's all these cookie cutters, and no. you get like, "Hey, here's five. Just do it over again the way you did it before." Right? <laughs> That's right. Like it just no. doesn't work that way. Yes. And of course, similar in the church world, right? Where so true. churches have personalities, what? Are you right? kidding me? What? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yet the part you just said, when the, the kids rally together. Like, as a dad, that's a proud moment. That's a proud moment. That's right. Hey, they didn't get along every moment. They didn't treat each other perfectly well. But, like, they're together. Like, they're, they're in this together and excited for one another. Like, that's, I mean, it's a cool dad moment. But I love how you kind of that picture of what... Kind of the church ought to look like right well in
1: the videos we shot we talked about that the the cup raised the Mm -hmm. bread raised and Mm -hmm. broken Mm -hmm. rallied a dysfunctional meal uh, and brought unity out of dysfunction the cross raised up it's it's that theme i think it was the second video we did on the crucifixion a kingdom allegiance Mm -hmm. over earthly alliances Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: i don't know anything that will unify a church it's what Jesus wanted to unify the church one lord right yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. our our allegiance to him doesn't matter how you to me like there the are earthly things that we prefer yeah we're in Christ it's yeah. beautiful yeah.
0: yeah 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 it's amazing just the the three the three talks that you did those big pieces I mean these are if you are a follower of Jesus, you know about the Last Supper. Obviously, the cross is a central, you know, figure and then the empty tomb. And, yeah. and I was really happy when you wanted to talk about those because they're just, they are the rallying point. Like, like, I don't know if you can put a period at the end and say there's nothing else because there's other things. Yes, yes. But that's. That's the core, like that sits. That's the magma in the middle of the earth, like that's the that's the that is the core of Christianity, and we so often get distracted by the other, yeah. by some other thing, whether it's a habit or an opinion on, and we get into these subjects that are that are fine and in, maybe interesting to talk about, um, but not something that ought to. Divide, That's right. That not something that we, we should be able to find a way to kind of yeah. work our way through it. Question for you. Along these lines, you were a pastor for
1: uh, over 31 years, uh, 20 as a lead pastor. Okay, so
0: yeah. 30 years in, in any church ministry, you saw marriages, you saw parents and children not getting along, you saw... Mm-hmm probably roommates who weren't happy with one like these are these are just division is natural anytime you have two humans in the same place you and I can get along here but I'm sure if we did this for 30 days on end there'd be a moment (laughs) or two you think (laughs) so right um (laughs) what what was your kind of go-to or what did you have kind of a uh, when you're doing counseling with a, a couple that you're like hey here's some things to think about to bring you back together again like you're dealing with the vision, but let's how do we cross those divides in a just a one-on-one kind of relational way
1: yeah and i think that comes through humility mm. uh, so you know calling let's just call it a couple or people in a church uh, you know the last church i served we had um, three different services, uh, four different services, in three different locations, wow. but it was one church. Yeah. And you know, to bring this, to see this, five generations be one church, mm. it demanded humility. It demanded uh, living. We talked about this cruciform, mm. like believing that you know what God has reconciled me to Himself, and He's called me to be a reconciler. Yeah. It demanded that we come together for a cause bigger in ourselves, the the salvation and a representation to our city of what life in Christ could be. Uh, And then it was an utter dependence on the Holy Spirit to empower us to live with grace when we blow it, but live in truth as well to call out that truth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a a challenging combo.
1: It is. It's actually more than challenging, Elliot. I think it's impossible. That's why we need the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. And that's why, um, you know, I think in any marriage, in any roommate relationship, in any church, the most important relationship isn't a horizontal one, but a vertical one. Being right with God. Yeah. Identifying in our identity that we are the beloved children of God. Yeah. And that his body does not look monolithic, it yeah. is beautifully like a mosaic yeah. coming together.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's a, it's a beautiful picture. Um, and we don't see it always lived out that way. Mm-mm. Right. And,
1: um, to the world's demise. Like if you think about, sorry, I jumped in there, yeah, but no, if you please. think about, cause I'm pretty passionate about this, what was it that caused the church to even make it out of the first century in the Roman Empire, think about it. They had no budget, they had no buildings, everything we depend on in the Western Church, and we, you know, we should. This is the twenty-first century; we need these things. I sure, get it. Sure. They had no paid pastors. They, they didn't even have agency, you know, no right. political agency, right. no right. social agency. Yeah. Yeah. They had
0: nothing. Yeah. No influence. Yeah. No, but they
1: had the spirit of God. They had a story worth telling and they had an unreasonable, and I would say unprecedented love for one another. <laughs> and so when people would ask me or say sometimes to me, Pastor, we got to come back and be the Church of Acts. My immediate response was, which one? <laughs> Like, do you want to be the Acts 2 church that was a, really a monolithic Jewish sect that believed that Messiah had come and risen? Or I would always call, we always at Vision Sunday became, and we'd go to the church of Antioch. That was the first church that jumped the Jewish boundary into the Gentile world, into a city that was divided. Antioch was divided. And yet the time when that city was most unified was on the first day of the week when people, literally, Antioch was divided ethnically by walls, if you study Antioch. Wow. And people would scale walls to come together to be the body of Christ. And it was that unreasonable love, power of the Holy Spirit lived out so people had supernatural lives, but that unity, hmm. Hmm. the Roman Empire couldn't contain it. Yeah. And it ultimately wow. grew to what we have today. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, a it, it, picture. it's a beautiful picture. And if we could come back to that, um, I don't want to say we're not because there's representations of that all over. I'm sure right. people right. listen to this long for that. We yeah. all do. Yeah. Um, but that's what we need to fight for. Yeah. That's yeah. the hope that's worth fighting for. Yeah, yeah,
0: Yeah. no, it absolutely is. And, um, you know, I've had opportunities to travel from time to time. And there's always something amazing to me. to talk about the spirit when you sit in a church service, and we're singing, yeah. and I, I don't know the words, yeah. and often I don't know the tune. <laughs> like sometimes you hear like "Amazing Grace" in another <laughs> language. You're like, "Oh, I know the song. I can sing yeah. it in English." But there is this oneness in that place because of that connection to the Spirit. It has nothing to do with our language or height or whatever any kind of the other physical things we look at, but. You have this this spirit empowerment, and there's something attractive about that. That's there's right. something about that that is so different from what we see in the world. You said to me once, like I can go to a Justin Bieber concert, and I don't know if you just had or anything. I had. Yeah, I'll okay. confess that okay. it's an
1: amazing experience. seen with my 13 year old. Yeah.
0: Yes, yeah, so I've been to a few K-pop concerts with my <laughs> daughter, so I, uh, I I feel that sitting in the back row. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you go to a concert, and you're together with a bunch of people, but you're not unified. No, like you, that's you right. You might all love that's that right. musician, you might all like that music, but the, there's no kindred no. relational thing going on in that space. It's just that focus on this this entertainer, yeah. which is which is great. Yeah. But the church has something different than that. That's right. The, the church has something where we should be together and there should be community there mm. it's it's a connection that goes way beyond yeah. an interest in a particular person or a style of music yeah. but yeah. there's actually should be a connection with the person next to you and I'm not saying you all are best friends no, but no. there's a love and a respect and a kindness that yeah. should come with that indwelling of the holy spirit it's that a, we all have well
1: you mentioned com- community like literally break down that word common unity community mm-hmm. that we we have a unity around jesus that we share in common yeah. that's the yeah. best community yeah. and yeah. yeah i don't think um you know a diversity in the pew on a sunday or saturday whenever the services are held that's not the unity i think right. faith first is fighting for right. 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 it's it's really the proximity of knowing one another we told our church all the time mike don't don't gather around the potluck table bring someone into your dinner table yeah that's when you know you're experiencing yeah. unity yeah because you yeah. can share bread and you can share lives. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, that is so good. And uh, kind of riffing on this community idea, it's something that we've just lost over the last, yeah. I don't know how many years you want to put on it, right? <laughs> I mean, we can, we can go yeah. back to the 60s, right? Yeah. You know, when there was... Oh yeah, a lot more groups of people yeah. hanging out and doing communal type things. And I don't want to bash social media because there's a lot of things, but we have gotten very insulated and very. I don't even have to. If I want to eat out, I don't have. I don't have to go out. Right. I, I actually mm. don't even have to be wow. in community. Right. I get. I get. You know. DoorDash. DoorDash bin. comes right to the yep. house, and I love it. It's great. I'm yeah. in the community with. My wife and daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I'm not even out in, in, in public around That's that. Right. I'm not sitting in right. a restaurant is going to build great community. But as we do those things where we're insulated in our homes, um, we just get more, I don't know, more uncomfortable with being around other people. Right. How do you see community working in the church to bring together this unity in the church how yeah. would you how would you see two words on mission mm. like I, again i can go back
1: to my last experience it was an amazing church i love this church we grieve not being there uh and again i told you five generations four different services um three different worship styles mm. but what what brought us together was not our town hall meetings. It certainly wasn't our budget meetings. Uh, it wasn't even the Sunday experience. That was important. Yeah. I never saw the church more unified than when we were serving in our community. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I saw my my daughters with seventy and eighty year olds doing life together. Uh, you know, we would adopt. You know, this is pretty popular now, but back in the day, we were adopting schools and yeah. and just staying and going deep, but um, my daughters are hanging with 70s and 80 year olds, cleaning library books and yeah. learning from them as they're yeah, doing yeah, it yeah. about yeah. each other. That's where unity was forged on mission. Yeah. Not so yeah. much sitting side by side, but serving side by side. Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful. Yeah. And that's, I think, a paradigm for the church where, um, you know, we need in following Jesus, when Jesus said, Come follow me. He never intended for people to stay stationary and see and go, oh, I agree with that. Yeah, we should follow him. <laughs> he was actually going somewhere right. and we could follow Jesus on mission and grow yeah. as disciples of his.
0: Yeah. 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 That bond that's built when you're purposefully doing something, especially serving, Yeah, especially serving. Yeah. It's incredible. It's incredible. Relationships that are built. That's um, right. As you do that and, and had a similar experience in our own church. And we had a... Mrs. Powell. Mrs. Powell was an amazing woman. Her her husband was a music pastor. When My grandfather was a pastor. Wow. Like, wow. she lived until about five years ago. Died at mid-90s, we'll say. Okay. She was a pen pal with my five, six, seven, eight year old daughter. Like oh, just, she had moved away cause she yeah. needed more support. So she wasn't in San Jose anymore, okay. but her and Annika were writing letters back and forth. And I'm looking and part of me is like, when I'm old, I want to be Mrs. Yeah, like That's right. That's who that, that I right. want to be. Yep. But also this person always wanted to build into other people. Mm-hmm. Like always she would look for the thing in that other yeah. person. And say, oh, you need to, you know, you can, you can be this and kind of put that encouragement, put the courage in there, right? And you get that when you have generations together. Yeah, that's right. When my daughter's home and on her phone, and again, this is life, and I'm I'm not really knocking that piece of it, you're Mm -hmm. not getting that kind of encouragement because you're not doing any life together. That's right. But when you're out on purpose, when you're out serving, when you're on mission, when you're interacting, when there's community there... Now, all of a sudden, there's generations that are building into one another. And I like to think my daughter was actually an encouragement to Mrs. Pyle, that's right? That's right. like, So It, it, so it much is so. a two-way street, yeah. different, but still a two-way street. Yeah. And uh, you know, I think that's, when we talk about division, one of the ways we can fight division, build unity, fight division, is by coming together. Yep. Um, you know, when you and I sit here together... I realize that you're not a caricature, right? Like Ah, I know that you're a human and you have experiences. And I thought you grew up in an irreligious area. And in Uh, fact, uh, you're religious. I'm I'm making assumptions because you lived in Marin County. I didn't even know religious and Marin County went together, right? (laughs) They usually (laughs) don't. But but now I learn, oh, oh. I was an experience in a place that's right. That now I know a little bit more about your story, yeah, and kind of understand that. So, well,
1: proximity uh, always wins the day and it always <laughs> tears down walls because <laughs> uh, then they're no longer, like you said, a caricature, they yeah. have a name, they have a background, they have a story. I tell my daughters all the time, everybody's got a story, yeah, and if you knew people's backstory, you'd have a lot more empathy for them, yeah.
0: right? Yeah, that's good,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's true. And that's sad, sadly, probably because of the pace of life, but um, I think that alone, slowing down and being focused on others, again, I learned so much just by being a parent, but we say in the Goudini house, when you enter a room, you can enter with the mindset, here I am, or you can enter with the mindset, hey, there you are, mm. and be a there you are person. Mm. Like That's the person that lights up the room. That's the person that builds community. And actually life is so much more interesting when you're a there-you-are person. We have a curiosity. Yeah. And if Just imagine if um, people entered church with a there-you-are mindset. Mm. I think mm. Jesus said this when he said, you wanna find your life, lose it, yeah. give it away. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm, I'm rifting, but no, those I'm are the kidding. factors that build unity and that's the countercultural community that Jesus had in mind when he said, I'm gonna build my church and it be so expansive, it'll go to the gates of hell. Yeah. And all yeah. of hell will try to assail it, but it won't prevail.
0: Yeah. 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 That's so good. Yeah. That is so good. Yeah, it's one of the things I think our kids are maybe getting better at than we did or we do is uh, they actually look at somebody's story. Yeah. I, had, uh, I was talking to somebody and he was commenting to his daughter. This person walking across the street with a mask on, nobody around, all that, and whatever you think on masks, that's fine. I'm not. It's not about that. But he's the dad said, "Oh man, that poor girl. Why is she wearing a mask?" And his daughter says, "Dad, that's not. You don't know her story." Mm. Wow. And he was totally convicted. Wow. Because here, he, this innocent yep. statement. He, he he was probably just trying to make conversation. Yep. And I, I've thought that. Like, man, you're walking around outside by yourself without a mask. Man, that's. I feel bad for you. And yet, I don't put myself in that person. I don't know what the fears are in that person. That's right. I don't know what health conditions they might have. I don't know. Like, I I don't know the story. Yeah. All I see is a, a human with a mask on and my go-to is to put my lens yeah. of I don't like to be outside with a mask on. That's a pitiful person mm-hmm. because they're doing that rather than... Wow. There's something way deeper there. Yes. That... I have no clue on what what they're going through, why that's happening, and and so on. And and again back to community. When you're in community, you get to learn those things. You get to understand, yeah. like, oh, that's why they wear a mask outside. <laughs> well, and
1: in the second week when we talked about uh, the dysfunction at and the chaos at the Last Supper. Yeah. Like, it yeah. was that mindset that Jesus called out. Like People were so focused on themselves. I'm the greatest. No, I'm the greatest. The pride, the entitlement. I'm not going to wash your feet. Right. Thomas is sitting back there going, I doubt anyone's going to wash feet tonight. <laughs> and interestingly, like, it says when the meal was served, like they literally said, there was so much pride, they just said, I'd rather sit next to your stinking feet than be subservient to right. you and wash them. Yeah. And Jesus called them out because he wanted... Yeah. And he called him to something higher, his broken body, his broken blood, to do this and remember me. Yeah. Remember me. Yeah. So important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's incredible.
1: Yeah. And what's sad is that, you know, brothers like you and me, we both participated in that, you know, and thank God for grace. And, um Yeah.
0: Let's talk just a little bit about communion. Okay. I got to imagine Jesus was frustrated that night. (laughs) I've been walking around with these nose calls for three years. (laughs) Nobody's going to, you know, Mm. too entitled to wash a foot.
1: Mm. That's right.
0: (laughs) I'm sitting here with a guy who's going to, like, already set up my arrest. I got my best friend over here, Peter, who I know is going to deny me in the next 12 or so hours, Mm -hmm. even though right now he's telling me I'll die rather than do that all these things. And yet in that moment, we call it a chaotic moment. We've all been at that table where it's like, there is dysfunction going on right now. And in that moment, Jesus gives us arguably the greatest symbol and act that we do as Christians of commonality, of communion, of unity. Tell me a little, I mean, What does communion mean to you? Do you have a practice around communion that kind of to you brings unity in some of those?
1: Yeah. And Paul talked about it in 1 Corinthians. The first thing, uh, I don't eat that meal lightly. Mm. Uh, So examine Mm. yourselves. Mm. Right. And I think like preparing for communion is an important thing. Um, I actually believe it's a sacrament. And in our you know, tribe, our spiritual tribe, um, you know, we do not believe it's literally the body of Christ. But there's something holy and mysterious that takes place when we have communion. Uh, and then uh, I never try to have communion alone. Uh, it, great. Again, the church we pastored, we invited groups to come forward to a table And pray with each other. All those one anothers that we should be doing, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And then here's the. This was liberating. I had someone in my church ask me, "Can we only take the meal once?" I'm like, "What do you mean?" They said, "Well, I don't want to do it alone, but I after I have communion, I've seen people. I love having communion alone. I want to go have communion with them. Like, (laughs) you can have communion as often as you like." And just to make sure, we wanted to make sure no one comes to this table alone. So the church we attend now, it literally is a line. We love it. And you by yourself take communion. But then our family goes to the corner and holds it and prays together and and eats together. It was was first shared together. I think it's meant to be a together kind of thing. So those are some of the things we do. And there's times even at the dinner table. I'm Italian. We love bread. And um, you know, as we're you know breaking sourdough bread, I will say to the girls, "Hey, let's remember the broken body." Mm. And as we drink water or whatever we drink, let's remember the shed blood. Yeah. Let's remember Jesus. Now, so there's you know,
0: doesn't need to happen at church alone either. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, we've uh, we've done it in our community groups before. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of made a ceremony so just around the yeah 8 10 12 yep. people that have gathered get gathered together for a season yeah. and
1: again and, the early church they called it the love feast yeah. and um, you know they got ridiculed for it but again it was that uncommon love focus on the supernatural love of Jesus that empowered this community greatly
0: yeah yeah no, I love what you said I love what you said and it's interesting communion is something that Baptism is a massive thing, and it's that kind of more or less once and done. Yep, yep. Some people get baptized a second or third time as a rededication, that's great. But communion is this ongoing opportunity. And I love, you know, that was my mom's thing. I always ask her, I remember sitting in the front row. The first time we went to the church that I grew up in, it was just my mom and I, and she says, Where do you want to sit? And I said, Ah, let's sit in the front row. And again, I'm like five, right? So I'm I'm a tiny little kid. And we always sat there after that. And so I, you know, anyway, but I would always ask every time, Mom, what do we, you know, communion, how do I do this? And every time it's like, okay, let's, you start with prayer. Let's mm-hmm. pray and, and ask God for forgiveness. And then you take the bread mm-hmm. and then you thank God for his grace and his mercy. Yeah. And then you take the cup and that kind of routine, that, that ritual mm-hmm. built around it. Yeah. It's been in the last few years that it's become more sacred I mean it was always sacred as a child he did it once a month yeah. and it was a big deal yeah. but you know uh, Francis Chan did a few weeks of a podcast on uh, communion yeah I would recommend everybody go mm-hmm. check out Francis's you know four three four weeks on communion it is incredible well, yeah. but he talks about the sacredness and he talks about just how important it is that we, we we do examine, we get ourselves right. We don't take this lightly. Right. you know, in youth groups sometimes it's Doritos and Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And I I am you know, do with that as you please. Sure. It's not the elements, it's what you're doing around it. That's right. I mean it, it And who we're remembering in it. Right? Yes. Yeah. And how do we bring that holiness, that yeah. sacredness That's into right. that moment. That's right. Um, and it is, it is one of the acts that should unite us as Christians.
1: Well, and I will tell you, I know you've traveled the world too. It's amazing to me the radical diversity around that common act. <laughs> and, um, you know, there's no faith system as inclusive as Christianity yeah. in the sense that it isn't territorial, it's not geographical, it's not even, you know, anyone can come to Christ, yeah. anybody. It's uh, it's an all play, but they've got to come through Christ, and um, to watch that diversity play out around the Um, world—some two billion Christ followers. Uh, It's beautiful. Yeah,
0: yeah. We attended an Anglican church when I was in high school, and uh, in Nigeria. Okay. Oh wow. I will never forget taking communion regularly. I think that might have been the first wine I ever had. Wow. <laughs> yes. And uh, but just just getting in line and sharing a cup. Yeah. With everybody in yeah. front of you and everybody nice. behind you and, and and it was way higher than the Baptist church I grew yeah. up in. Um, but I will always remember, hey, it's time for communion yeah. and the sacredness around that wow. and just how you know, it's different in yeah. different churches, and yet, it's the same body, it's the that's same right. blood, it's the same bread, right. it's the same cup. And, uh, For millennia, if you think about it, like right?
1: you know, it's never been it's "quote kind of, unquote" updated, right? <laughs> it's still an analog experience yeah. um, that's in its simplicity is yeah. sacred because the yeah. presence of God is there.
0: So good. Mm. I love this conversation. Yeah. Thank you so much. Me too. Got one last question for okay. you. Okay. What is one thing, I'll let you pick two if you'd like, but one thing that's encouraging you, whether it's in your family or a Bible verse you're reading or what you're doing with transforming the bay with Christ or yeah. anything, remodeling your, I don't know, whatever yeah, don't you're know. doing. Well, I will tell you,
1: there's nothing like, and I'm old school in this, but believing the word of God does the work of God. There's yeah. nothing like you know, my first appointment every day is with Jesus. And I don't say that to parade anything. Yeah. It's really out of desperation. But the way, it's not like even Elliot, that God knows my zip code. He knows the exact room I'm in and speaks to me. Like, I get to speak with the God of the universe every day. And um, I cannot tell you right now, it's the Psalms, Uh, how God's word is just speaking to my heart and then as I finish the day I'm like God who needs this man and God will put names on my heart Um, I'll just text them I'll pray for them and say hey I was reading this I want to share it with you I can't tell you how many times people are like how do you know and so many times I'm like I I I can't (laughs) take credit for that I'm just the courier and that encourages my faith Um, so I would just I leave it there that god's word it's it's deep it's endless um it's it's firing me up and yeah. may it always
0: fire me yeah up. that's so good yeah well gary thank you so much for being on the groundswell podcast loved having you here love this conversation hopefully you'll be able to do this again i
1: hope so thank thank you for what you're doing i love what groundswell's about all right
0: thanks man yeah. hey everybody let's live faith, faith first, first. Hey, thanks for listening to our Groundswell podcast. If you found this podcast helpful, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. Reviews help other people find us and we're trying to get the word out. We would love it if you would also share this episode on your social or your favorite text chain. Make sure to check out our weekly Groundswell videos at our YouTube channel. We make it easy for you to find all of our socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube. It's all at Live Faith First. Even our website is livefaithfirst.org. So wherever you're searching for us, type in Live Faith First You'll find us there. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you in a few weeks. In the meantime, live faith first.